This is the NFL Play Football Podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America. The NFL celebrates youth and high school football year-round through camps, activities, NFL flag, and tackle leagues. The Play Football Initiative provides a fun and engaging experience for players of all ages and skill levels, equipping young people with key life skills that are building blocks to success on and off the field. The journey across America continues today as we continue saluting the 32 winners of the NFL's High School Coach of the Year Awards, the the finalists for the Don Shula Award, and we make our stop today in the middle of the country uh, in the state of Illinois. Ken Leonard is the Chicago Bears Coach of the Year. Sacred, Sacred Heart Griffin is where he made his home for a long, long time. Almost four decades. <laughs> <laughs> kind of made a, a, a Ted Williams-like uh, ending to his career in, in high school football. He retired at the end of the year for a champ in the state of Illinois. And you can hear from a little chuckle in the background there. <laughs> he's on the line to join us and talk about uh, the, the award, his program, what he's done through the years in the profession of coaching. And Coach, I, I guess the first question after saying welcome to the show is did you intend to have a Ted Williams uh, like ending to your high school football career you didn't hit a home run but you won a state championship it was a, a storybook ending definitely um, it was a it was it was a great season we had a a really good team we knew we were going to have a really good team it's uh, kind of a storybook uh, team we um, all we had a bunch 25 seniors and they had won. We went to state championship the year before and got beat. And we were pretty much outmanned um, the year before. Uh, but it was a lot of great athletes. They won. Uh, nine nine of my kids uh, are basketball players. Nine of the top 12 ba- basketball players uh, won the state championship last year. And they are currently undefeated this year. And just a great group of young men. Uh, uh, I said 25 seniors, their average GPA was 3-3. Um, just fine kids, great athletes, and just um, it was it was a really fun year to uh, coach because we had such great uh, kids. But we got great kids every year, but mm-hmm. this group is exceptional. Yeah, it sounds like it, and I love that that dual sport thing you have going on between football and, and basketball. We're talking with Ken Leonard, the Chicago Bears Coach of the Year, Sacred Heart Griffin, high school 4A champs. And I, I want to take you back a little bit here. Let's go back four decades and, and figure out why you got into this wonderful profession of, of, of coaching. Um, and one of the things I loved when kind of doing a little research on you is you really started out in a small, small, small town uh, with a, a small high school town. Tell me a little bit about, is it pronounced Gridley? Is that the way they pronounce Gridley. the school? Yeah. Okay, tell, tell me a little Gridley, bit yeah. about that. What what got you into the profession? Well, I, you know, I was an athlete growing up. I, I grew up in a small town right next to Gridley. In fact, that's where I started my uh, coaching career. My first job uh, in teaching was, and uh, coaching was in Shenoa, my hometown. And growing up in a small town, I was, I played four sports. I I was a catcher. I was a point guard in basketball. I was a quarterback, and uh, I ran track. And you know, it was just so we did everything. I love sports. I knew right away. Uh, I come from a family of six. Uh, my dad owned grain elevators, um, and he thought that we, you know, were going to take over the business and <laughs> you know have have his sons take over the business. And I I did. 
I had no interest in that. I, I, I loved what my dad did. My dad taught, uh, taught us very, uh, early on hard work, uh, be good people. And, uh, uh, you know, and those were the things we went to church every Sunday and all that. It was very, very much a small town, but it was right away. I knew, uh, that I wanted to be a coach and, you know, small town, you had to go out and, uh, we, to make fun for yourselves during the summer and all that, you know, we were the coaches. We were, you know, there's no parents around. We did, we, we did everything on our own. So from a very young age, I knew what I wanted to do. I thought I didn't, you know, yeah. you know, there was times that I went in different directions, but I knew that I wanted to be a coach early on. Uh, let, let's, um, you know, kind of stay in the realm of way back when there. And I, I, I've had the pleasure through my almost five decades of interviewing coaches in, in high school football to know that when you have a lifetime record of 419 and 81, uh, you might remember a few of those 419, but you sure remember the 81. So the, the, yeah, I sure the, do. So the, so the question to you is, and, and, and this isn't, it doesn't matter the school you were at, but as you went on to become Illinois' winningest football coach my question is was there a game or something you did wrong that you really learned a lesson from that made you into the coach that you were you know that that whole you, you learn more from losses and doing things wrong than you do from wins and doing things right so did you have any aha moments like that back in the day well I've probably had a lot of them um, <laughs> <laughs> but one of the one of the first ones was Gridley and back then, uh, gosh, you know, that was 1982. We had a really good team. And, uh, you know, again, a school of 100 kids, but we had some players. We It was a fun group. It was me and one other coach. And so you had to, you did everything. <laughs> but I thought, okay, uh, you know, and back then it was hard. You know, you work hard. You, you, you practice hard. It was full contact and everything. Well, in Illinois – you played on a Wednesday was the first playoff game. And it was really hard to get into the playoffs back then. You had to be conference champs or eight and one to get in, I believe. Uh, so it was almost, it was really hard. There was, wasn't a lot of people in the playoffs. So we got in the playoffs and this, and Gridley hadn't been, hadn't had a winning season in years. And it was my second year there, I believe, or third. And um, anyway, I had to, we got had a we played the number three team. We were the number one team at that time in you know, rankings, and we had to go across the state and play them on a Wednesday night. Well, being you know thinking like I thought back then, we have to work. So I had a double session the next day. A walk, you know, yeah. yep. it was like, well, and then Saturday we played a team that wasn't quite as good. Well, guess what? We were just had nothing left mm. um, because good old coach probably took it out of them, you know, <laughs> and, and just things like that, you know, and we didn't, but you look back on things and you, you learn and you, you either you learn or you get out or you lose, you know, and that's mm -hmm. the thing I've, uh, I found and one of the things I found being a coach and, and most successful people, everybody, including whether you be an announcers or a business, the people that know what they don't know 
are the people that usually are the most successful and that are honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. And then you learn from those, just like that question you got me right there. Yeah, I, I learned from that time. Okay, now I got to do something different. Yep. And, uh, and if you don't, then you keep making the same mistakes over and over again and with the same results and nothing changes. And you make it three years instead of 43 years in the profession. Ken Leonard is on the line. <laughs> the Chicago Bears, Coach of the Year, uh, Sacred Heart Griffin. We're going to talk about your, your move there in a second. But um, uh, another thing that I love when I get people like yourself that have been around a while, I'm not saying you're old because you know I'm old. I told you my age already. But, um, well, that's okay. I'm older than you. And that's <laughs> right, you know? we're, oh, so I'm a youngster now. I feel a little younger today. But, but um, the beauty of the game of football is, yeah, it changes, but, you know, a lot's borrowed uh, in the game, right? There's there's not many original offenses or defenses. It might be a little tweak here and there. Uh, so as as coaches, I know that you 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 get to meet people along the way that influence you, and you kind of grab a little of this, grab a little of that. So who are some of the the, the people um, that you met young, you know, in your younger life that that made an impact on you? in the coaching profession and did that little borrow, little steal, little, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I like to, um, you know, my high school coach, you know, uh, Ed Thomas was very influential in my career. John Elizak, uh, one of my college coaches. Um, and, and they both did things a little different. So that was good. And so that, I, that was kind of my, uh, what I was made of. I always liked, doing things different when I was growing basketball. I like, you know, I, I like pistol Pete, uh, uh, you know, I like Larry bird. I mean, you know, watching them, I mean, doing things different and, uh, and not just being exactly could he, you know, just exactly what everybody else is doing. And so, you know, there is a number of people that I've, I've met over the years, um, that have been very influential in that. And, and I've tried to talk to people that, that have uh, that have been successful, but then have also done things just a little bit different, and, uh, and that's kind of how you know I didn't give you one person, but mm-hmm. like, there's just there's been a lot of people, and that it's just my mindset. And then I go out and talk to a number of people. I mean, Urban Meyer was at Illinois State right down the road as an assistant, his first job. Um, you know, gosh, there's just so many. Um, people that have you know that i've got to know that like that and so so we 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 go and talk and i've been all over and uh so that's 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 kind of a roundabout question you know answer for question it, it, no, it, it makes sense, and, and one of the beauties of the coaching profession, too, uh, specifically in football, having been around it as long as I have and played it when I was a little kid and all that, is that the profession isn't afraid to help itself, meaning there's a lot of sharing, right? You can go talk to an Urban yeah. Meyer or a so-and-so, and, and the share is and there. Of, and I think a lot of high school coaches, and yeah. because it things come from the high school, and I you know, we, we, we did this, we did the spread offense and that was kind of rejuvenated my career. And when we started doing things, the polecat, uh, uh, we, we did, we've done some crazy offenses and <laughs> we've always tried to be just a step or two ahead of, of everybody. And, and we have been a little bit in, in that way, especially offensively. And, uh, but we went to the spread 
way back in the late nineties and, and that and the two from 2000 on, we've done it totally. And, and that's been kind of our trademark. Well, I, I, I love the pistol Pete name being dropped there. I'm a huge, uh, Maravich fan. I met him when I was a teenager, which was very, very cool. But talk about a guy that reinvented how the game was. And it sounds like you did the same thing. Tell us about the, the transition then from the little town of Gridley over to, to sacred heart Griffin. How'd that happen? Well, I went from my first year at Gridley, I was the coach. I mean, I was everything. I mean, it was just me. And then I hired a, a guy who came on halftime. Then I had one, my defensive coordinator uh, worked in the school then I had. So so my first year, I was really about one with a half a, a halftime assistant. And then I had one and a half coaches um, to help me. And... Um, so I thought, you know, then you had, you had to do everything. So that, that was a, that was not easy, but it was, but it was great because I learned how to teach my kids how to be coaches on the field, my seniors. And they had to, you know, take some, you know, as far as practicing and stuff. And we did the daily drills and, and the breakdowns and all that. So we, we practiced just like a, a college would almost, but using, a lot of my players, um, as coaches, I mean, I was the, I was the one person, but trying to make it big time in a small, small town area. Then I went to Griffin, which was, a God had a plan and he, that was his plan for me, a small town Gridley to, um, a Griffin and Griffin had a good football tradition. And the difference was, uh, I had, eight coaches at that time. Now I have, I think I had 20 coaches this year. So it goes, I had, more, up. <laughs> I had more assistants. Here's a good, the great story is I have, a, I have more assistants my last year than I had players my last year at Gridley. <laughs> Love <laughs> that it. Is the truth. That is the truth. I had 18 players at Gridley my last year because I think there was only like 23, 24 boys in the, uh, in the school at the time. And uh, everybody was involved. We had a couple of managers and everything else. But uh, I tell everybody, we had 12 players. And we had 12 pretty good players. Yeah. Had a, the 12th kid was a freshman. And then I had six kids, great kids. And they just wanted to be a part of the program. And they couldn't play dead in the cowboy movie. They were great kids. <laughs> I'm stealing that one. I love that. <laughs> Couldn't play that in a cowboy movie. Let, let's let's talk about um, your staff and and some of the guys um, on this championship team. I mean, you've been around a long time. We can't get every name that you've met along the way, but you know, you obviously win an award like this. But as I've said to each and every coach that I've been interviewing over the last couple of weeks, you know, it's 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 a partnership award, right? You can't do it without players, without assistants. It's et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, so brag a little bit about the guys that, that helped you there, especially the guys that probably have been with you uh, more than a, a year or two. Uh, get them in by name and, and, and salute them for what they did as, as part of you know this championship season. For sure. Jim McMahon has been with me the longest. He played for me. Uh, he was on my first teams uh, when I came to, to Griffin. And, um, and so I've known Jimmy – uh, I went, you know, went to his wedding, got, you know, all of his kids. I mean, he's, yeah, he's almost like a son to me. He's, he 
a he's a fireman. He's he's my defensive coordinator. Been with me since 1991, so he's been a long time with me. And uh, so he's and that's what my staff is made up of a lot of ex-players that have come back to coach with me. Because again, like I told you, going back to Gridley, it's the same thing. We still that's one of the things I say is I want my players to be. To, to to be involved so they understand. And then you become really great as a player. And that's what we try. And then the good ones, then a lot of them come back and, you know, if they're in town, um, you know, they a lot of them come back and, and coach with me. Uh, John Allison is my offense coordinator. He's going to be the one taking over. He's been with me since 2005, 2004. So he's been through all the state championships he is uh, taken over as our play caller a few years ago, but he's been right beside me in the development of the offense. Um, and again, we have, um, so he has been a big, big part, very sharp, very smart young man. Uh, and now he's got a family and uh, his son will be here coming to school here for, you know, the next couple of years. And he's got a daughter that's going to be in high school now. And so, it's it's he's really really sharp and he's done very well. Uh, Neil Taylor is my special teams uh, coach. He was a head coach at uh, one of the public high schools in town. Um, got let go. I picked him up. I knew he was a good coach, and uh, he's been with me. And that's the other thing. I got a lot of ex coaches that may have not made it at another school for one reason or the other, mm-hmm. and I knew that they were good. And I asked him if they wanted to come over, and uh, and Neil did. Neil's been with me for a long time, uh, and so he's he was special. And I've had so many of those guys. I, I've I've had which a lot of them have passed away now, unfortunately. Yeah. Teddy Teddy Wise was a great defensive line coach for me for years, uh, and he's a good friend of mine, and and he's the same age as me. And, John Sawinski, Hall of Fame coach from Springfield High, and uh, he was—he passed away, I think, several years ago. But great line coach, great line coach. Uh, Chad Anderson is our line coach now, and he was under Coach Sawinski, so he learned a lot of the stuff. So I, I like that traditional. I like guys that they and they learn stuff, and then they just carry it on. So. Uh, nothing's, you know, there's going to things going to change in our program, but it, a lot of things are going to be the same. Almost all my staff is staying together. Uh, mm, beautiful. Uh, Doug, Doug Martin was with me and then he left and went to college and then he came back him and uh, John played together in college, and played with my son, Derek. That's a pretty good coach too. He's won eight out of the last 11 state championships at Rochester. So, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I, I was going to bring I, that up, but you did. <laughs> we, yeah. Unfortunately, we have to play each other too. So. <laughs> well, and there's some epic games there. <laughs> I, I would think so. That's the beauty of high school football, right? The guys that play in a program and then come back and give back and all that. Ken Leonard on the line, yes. the Chicago Bears coach of the year. Um, coach, what, what, what makes a good coach? And, and I'm not just, talking about you, but what makes a good coach? Like when you're looking to add maybe a new assistant or something through the, the last couple of years, what do you look for when you're trying to find the next guy to come on your staff? What what, what makes them special? What is it something you can teach? Does some of it have to be innate? What, what are your thoughts on that? 
Well, I think first of all, willing for to put the time and effort in. You know, that's number one. I think you have to be and, and the love of the game, and in the in the love of the kids. I mean, I think those are those are really things I look for, and <laughs> I look for guys that are sharp, but don't know what don't think they know it all. Right. Just like we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, show me the people that are people that uh, can know what they don't know. And then you you can have yourself a great coach or a great teacher or great anything. And, you know, you got You got to be a good teacher. And as a coach, you know, you've got to be able to. And so I, and I look for people for me, my staff, I look for different personalities. I don't want all the same personalities. I want all, I want, I want different personalities. I want people that that can relate to different kids in different ways. And uh, so everybody's. We have a mentoring uh, program where I try to put my, you know, a coach with five players, and throughout the year they're with them all year, and as you know, they got to talk to them every week at least once. It sounds like it's not a lot, but you know, at least once about what's going on. So that we have, you know, everybody. So everybody is mentored, not just through the football season, but throughout the whole year. And uh, so those, and I have people that are better in certain things. And you know, I got, lot, you know, I, I want different, different styles, different people that uh, uh, want to learn, and and people that. Uh, are people persons, you know, that where they can relate to people. And that's because if you can't relate to people. Now, I'll take a guy that's really smart in uh, computers and, and really good technically that really, if that's what they want to do, great. Mm-hmm. We'll put you to work, put you to work there and uh, try to plug them in spots where they can help the program. I, you know, I want to go back to your son, Derek, and, and the success he's had. It, it took me back when you said that and kind of changed my question. I was going to ask you, I had the pleasure of in Pennsylvania, where I grew up, of knowing Mike Patton Sr. and Mike Patton Jr., who's in the NFL as a coach now, and, and watching them go head-to-head against each other. And boy, those were some dandy battles and got a lot of fun quotes out of that. Uh, my, my question is this, what's the best advice you gave your son about the, uh, the coaching profession? Well, I, I, what I, what I told him was, uh, quality of life. And as far as coaching profession is, if this is what you love, you know, you know, everybody's telling him he needs to go to college and be a, you know, I've got coaches. I got, uh, Brendan Daly's with the, the Chiefs. He's, he's been to five out of the last seven Super Bowls. Kenny Burns is a new head coach at Kent State. I've got coaches at, all throughout everywhere. But Derek's as good as it's as good as anybody, and he could be at the highest level. Very good offensive mind, and very very successful. Probably the most the successful public school coach in the state of Illinois right now, uh, and, and during this time. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, but I said, he's got a family. I said, quality of life. So what do you want to do the rest of your life? And what do you want? You know, and how do you want? And he's taking that to heart, I think, and. He's staying right there in Rochester and, and building a great name for himself, but a, but also a great program and raising a great family and uh, it's been it's been fun. But he he was around 
football. I didn't have to tell him too much because he's been, since he's been two years old, he's been right there beside me and going through the whole thing. And so he knows all about coaching, about football and, mm-hmm. and what you have to do to become a great coach. And, uh, and watching not, not only me, and I'm not saying I'm a great coach by any stretch, but watching all my assistants and, uh, and then also making friends with a lot of my friends that that are coaches when we go to camps and seven mm-hmm. on sevens and so on. So, well, you're not you're not bad, coach. All time winningest in Illinois. I'm I'm going to say you're you're an okay coach. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go that way. Ken Leonard's on the line, coming down to the, the home stretch here with our questions, coach. Um, we talked about the staff again. Important to you getting this award from the Bears. Let's and I can't have you name every player on the podcast here. So what I've been telling coaches is let's let's allow you the opportunity to name by name maybe the captain, some of the players, the seniors that you felt uh, you know were an inter- integral part of winning uh you know state championship number six um i'd have to start with guys it's hard to start with anybody but eric peterman Derek leonard Derek <laughs> played for me. my sons both of my sons bradley leonard uh they were very good um bobby brenheisen was my quarterback on my first state championship team uh, we were he went undefeated throughout his high school career and in that class um golly we i know it's an unfair question (laughs) malik turner's playing in the nfl now albert uh he's with the broncos uh tight end right now um brendan daly again like i said was a great player for me and back in the early 90s he's a uh, assistant d coordinator and d-line coach for the kansas city chiefs uh, Kenny Burns, all-time leading um, rusher. He is now the head coach at Kent State. Um, I mean, and I've just I've I've had so many. John Lance was a great receiver for us. Uh, it's just yeah, it's gosh. a long list when you're when you're around that long. Yeah. It's a long list. I I apologize. Like I said, it's an unfair question, Chris, but yeah. Chris Andre was one of my first quarterbacks. Bart Geyser, Bart Star Geyser. He was he was a player of the year in Illinois. We've had a number of player of the years. Uh, Gabe Green was player of the year quarterback. We won uh, two state championships uh, when he was with us. Um, yeah, I, I've just been so blessed with uh, so many uh, great mm-hmm. players this year. Ty Lott this year was our quarterback. Uh, he, uh, Keyshawn Singleton receiver that's going to go on to Air Force Academy. He's Corey West. I mean, I, I've just had so many. I, we could I, fill I, a couple of hours. Who's your, who's, your, <laughs> who's, who's your best player? Yeah, I, I just I, – I don't do that. I just, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to ask – Peterman was off, awfully good. He went to – played a couple of years with the Bears, and he was uh, just a great, great young man. That, uh, he's not a young man now, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I think he was uh, – he was the man of the year in the Big Ten, man of the year in, in college football, uh, as far beautiful. as that character-wise, you know. So those are the that's what I that's what I want my young that's what we wanted our football players to become: great husbands, great fathers, uh, great citizens. And so that's that's what I was our that was our our success and purpose. 
Yeah, people that know you that have talked to me have said uh, you've done a great job in that that department there. And 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 I won't ask you the dumb media question of you know uh, pick your favorite championship team. Here's where we're going. We're going to wrap things up here with um, talking about the award itself. Um, and you know what? Instead of asking about the award, the award first, I want to ask you about this because you've probably seen a significant change through the years, and it's happening with all 32 teams in the NFL reaching down into the roots of the game in the high school game. That's why the Bears are handing out their their weekly awards, and they're doing stuff for community all stars for players and all that. Uh, what do you think of of what the Bears are doing to reach down into the Illinois high school football community and the youth community too? Well. I know Gus Silva is their, their guy, and he has just done a, a, a wonderful job. You know, I, unfortunately, I lost uh, my wife uh, five five years ago, and um, and and he the next year the Bears came with this you know cancer uh, crucial cure or something, and we had the first game of the week against my son Derek the Leonard Bowl they call it the Leonard Bowl. And he, you know, came down and, and they had, that was a, just a great week of stuff about cancer and about the awareness of cancer. And, and so he, they have reached out and they've been great throughout the years. I've been fortunate to be um, the Bears coach of the uh, week, uh, I think three or four times now. And I've been the Bears coach of the year twice now. Uh, that's uh, 2018 and now 2022. Mm-hmm. So he has been, and they have really done a great job of, uh, and then on the state championships after the, if you win a state championship, your, uh, team is, uh, at, at a halftime of the game, we were up there a couple weeks ago. Um, and we were honored, uh, as, as well as, uh, all the state champions in, in Illinois. So they've done a terrific job. I know Derek was in there seven on seven or eleven on eleven. They call it a contest in the summertime. They have uh, probably fifty, sixty uh, teams participate, reaching out to the high schools uh, in the summertime. You know, so they get out, and I know that uh, the coach or the players do a great job. Matt Eberfuss, I've known him since he was an assistant at actually Toledo and then Missouri. Uh, so he has got roots into the high schools and, uh, they're just, they're just very open, uh, very helpful with the high school coaches in Illinois. Yeah. It's a wonderful evolution that, uh, I've been watching through the years and, and, and coach, you know, first, you know, uh, my heart goes out to you. My prayers go out to you with the, the loss of your wife. And it, it made me think that I'm, I'm having you salute your, your assistants and your players, but the, the, the assistant coach, the best assistant coach for years prior to her uh, going to the, to, to the Lord is what she did with you. Can you, can you give her a little shout out here about what she meant to your coaching yeah, career? She, she was great. She, she allowed me to do what I, you know, because <laughs> you've been around football, you know, it, it takes a special wife oh, to, yeah. to allow you to, to the time away. And, uh, and now the Lord has given me a, another one. I met my wife now that we're down here in Florida and we've re- retired now. And she lost her husband three weeks after I'd lost uh, Liz. And uh, she's been an unbelievable. She was a high school. Uh, she was a great, or excuse me, a grade school teacher for 36 years. And now 
the Lord's given me her. So yeah, I was Liz and now Angie. I've been blessed and you have to have that. I mean, you do because I see so many coaches that, uh, say they, they get out of it because of their family. Well, they get out of it because their wife says, no, we're not going to do this anymore. <laughs> Either me or you. And, uh, but, and thank God that, um, we had, well, I had a wife that, uh, and I have a wife now that was, was so understanding and, 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 and helped with everything that we went through. Because yeah, we sure did make a lot of money. At it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you never want to divide the hours you know into what? the pay. <laughs> no, but I wouldn't. I, you know, I wouldn't change anything. I tell people, uh, I tell people that I never went to work a day in my life because I loved what I was doing. So I feel that, I, I feel I the truly, same way. I truly, <laughs> I truly say that, and it's uh, and the other thing with with Liz is that. Uh, I, you know, the thing is, just like you said, she knew the Lord, so so I know where she's at, and that's the other thing that we put first in our program is uh, Jesus Christ, and and so and we're not ashamed of that. Romans one yeah. sixteen. So I agree, agree one hundred percent. Amen on that. Uh, last coach uh, question for you here. Um, it's it's um, it's the one that I always say everybody's going to break out the coach speak on, which is you know how does it feel to win the award? But what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of couple it so you can get out of that one pretty quickly with the the question that I've been giving everyone, which is this: um, your name is now bandied around with Don Shula. <laughs> You're a, a finalist for the Don Shula NFL High School Coach of the Year Award. How does it feel to have your name uh, <laughs> in the same sentence with a legend like that? Well, I think it's great. You know, I, I love it. That's, I guess that's why we get into this profession. I mean, we, uh, we love what we do. Uh, and, uh, and you know what? Yeah. Again, I started at the... <laughs> school with the smart, uh, smallest number of uh, uh, enrollment playing football and and end up with, uh, you know, the coach of the year of the Bears and and with with my name with the Don Shula. That's quite the honor. So <laughs> never dreamed of anything like that. Never dreamed of all the other stuff that's, that's came along with uh, over the years. But you know what? You just go out and you, you work hard and you, and you love the kids and you, you try to make a difference in their lives. And and you have done that for uh, well over uh, four decades there. And uh, as we go away here, I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your your retirement uh, enjoyment that you're having there right now to to talk about the award and talk about high school football. These uh, all of these interviews have been fun. There's a little nugget I take from every coach, but uh, I also say going away. You know, in addition to thanks for taking the time, thank you for giving of your time to all the great student athletes that have come through uh, the doors of the schools that you've coached at. That that means a lot you're making you're making a difference in the world and we thank you for doing that and, and and spending as much time in the great coaching profession as you you have so congratulations on the award thank you for your time today i really appreciate getting a uh, getting a few moments here to to learn about who you are and that, that that's that means a lot to me so thanks for joining us tonight well thank you very much that's the nfl play football podcast coaches don't forget to check out playfootball.nfl.com for some great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession i'm jeff fisher of high school football america and you've been listening to the nfl play football podcast